Good morning, and we welcome you to the program once again for his monthly visit, the mayor of the city of Batesville, Mike Bettis. Good morning to you, Mr. Mayor. Good morning. How are you today? Fantastic. And how are you, sir? I'm real good, thanks. Excellent. Excellent. And of course, uh, Batesville City Council and Board of Works uh, meeting on uh, Monday night. And uh, as we uh, tend to do, we'll uh, start with the Board of Works meeting. And uh, that one, Mr. Mayor, four street closure requests and two parking lot closure requests. Yeah. Well, and so typically um, we'll have three, maybe four of these every month. And, and so this year we did it slightly differently. I, I believe Andrea sent out a notice to all those, I'll say, usual suspects, usual people who come before us who have an event or have things that they want to um, use roads. And, and so she has a list of them. And so uh, she was proactive this year and said, hey, that's, you know, we need to get this in on before your event. So and so a lot of them have responded early this year which is great and so we had a, we had six of them on monday night and so it gave us the opportunity to get a lot of them knocked out and and all and all six of them are were repeats some have been doing this for many years i think the alzheimer's one is probably only their second year of doing this uh but we had a good and so it was uh, good to get a lot of those taken care of uh, certainly margaret mary health has two of them on the list between the, a hospice walk, then also the girls on the run, and so they we both we got both of those taken care of. Uh, Cook's performance has had a, their uh, what they call Cook's Olympics uh, um, on a Saturday morning for the last five years, I think it is, and so that one got taken care of. I already mentioned the Alzheimer's Association. I don't think their event is until September, and so they're really early this year. And then, of course, the farmer's market is one that um, a lot of people attend. I mean, and so they make their annual request to have the the city parking lot over by the Village Green basically uh, from sometime in April all the way through October, I believe it is. And so it is. um, So the farmer's market is taken care of for this year. And then the Kiwanis Carnival, which came back last year after being off for two years. And so they're back on track and so they they have a weekend in may that they um have their carnival every year and so that those all got heard by the board of works and were all approved for this year again also and um so moving on to the council meeting um of course after the pledge had a uh, moment of silence uh, for uh, both ed hunter and uh, sean flannery we did um and so we we tried to make sure that we honor former city councilmen, former mayors uh, when they pass away and with a moment of silence during our me- during our meeting and, and so certainly Ed Hunter was on uh, on city council back and I believe it was 2008 through 2011 and so he uh, he passed away earlier uh, almost a month ago and so we uh, had a moment of silence for him and we probably broke tradition a little bit and had a a moment of silence and for Sean Flannery also he was was not a city councilman but his father was recently on city council just uh, had stepped down here in the last few months I think it was back in November when he stepped down um, and so his son passed away after a long battle with cancer and um, it just seemed appropriate that we honor him at the same time um, and so we did, we did so, um, 
we try to recognize folks who have served our community in this fashion and because it is it is work and it is important work and so it's just appropriate to um, honor those folks who have done work for our city and then uh, moving into the uh, meeting portion of the uh, session Monday night, uh, had a um, Accelerate Rural Indiana um, Ready update. Uh, it was scheduled to be uh, Economic Development Director Sarah Lamping. However, uh, she was not available, so uh, you stepped in and uh, filled it, them in. It, yeah, so we had to call up the B team to see if we could come <laughs> in and, and help out a little bit. And, and so I was happy to do so. And, and the discussion Monday night was really as much as a prep to give them prep for what's going to happen here uh, at next month's meeting. And so the city of Batesville uh, teamed up with Rush County, Shelby County, Decatur County, city of Greensburg, city of Rushville, city of Shelbyville, uh, and city of Batesville all joined together to form a ready group, uh, which uh, our group was awarded $20 million. And so we're in the process now of getting those funds out to different projects and uh, currently, we are using the, the Decatur County Community Foundation as the fiscal agent that is handling the money for our ready group. And uh, the state has been encouraging all the different ready teams across the state to form what they call RDAs, Regional Development Authorities, to be that fiscal agent and and. Part of this is is to get us all to be in RDAs, which then also gives us the opportunity to go after federal grants. Also, if you're an RDA, you have some grant opportunities becoming available to RDAs. And so we are trying to match that. We're, we're getting hints from the governor's office and from the Indiana Economic Development Authority that they are looking to uh, do a ready 2.0. Uh, certainly the legislators have not acted on that yet. We expect that that will happen at some time in, during this legislative season. And so we are trying, and so they have been hinting that, hey, we'd like for you all to be in some sort of a regional development authority group. And so our ready group is trying to form a, a regional development authority. And so we've been talking about this for several months both within our group and then also within our own communities. And so currently, the counties are the true groups that are meant to form regional development authorities. And so I believe two of the three counties have already voted and approved the uh, RDA. Uh, there's still one to be one more that needs to approve it. The three counties need to approve it first. They then, once they have improved it, then they will invite the city of Batesville to join the RDA. We expect that to happen then sometime end of February, early March. And so then our, at our next city council meeting on March 14th, then we uh, will come back to city council and say, okay, we've been invited to join this new RDA and we'd like to be part of that group. And so they have our our city council is our fiscal agent. And so they're the ones who have the legal authority to join it. And so then we'll go back to them and ask them to approve an ordinance that will then allow us to become part of the uh, Accelerate Rural Indiana Regional Development Authority. 
And then with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick timeout. We'll continue our conversation with Batesville Mayor Mike Bettis right after this. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let To-Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To-Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville To-Go, big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back as we continue our monthly visit with Batesville Mayor Mike Bettis as we continue our look back at Monday night's city council meeting. And, uh, Mr. Mayor, the uh, Batesville Youth Sports Alliance uh, came before uh, council with a uh, Belterra request. That's right. And so there's a uh, new group in town that is trying to form what – and I don't know if they would say it this way. I kind of think of it this way, is that we have lots of uh, sports groups within our community. We We have a baseball group. We have a soccer group. There's a football group. Uh, the high school and schools have all kinds of sports teams. Uh, we have a, uh, the YMCA has some sports groups. They do everybody. There's lots of different groups that are out there, and and but not really connected in any sh- shape or form. And so well, we have a, a a group now that is looking to kind of be that that umbrella that would be over top of all those sports groups and have a way to help um, parents understand that their you know baseball meets on has their their calendar football has their calendar soccer has their calendar and trying to build a one calendar that then parents can go to and say oh yeah if little johnny wants to be on the soccer team that would interfere with maybe the football team and here's the nights that they practice and here's the nights of their contests and so maybe that won't work. And so we need to kind of get kids in the right spot. Uh, and so this group is trying to, and then I think they also want to do some other things as far as maybe doing some training for coaches to make sure that um, many of the teams will have a, a parent who is the coach, but maybe not, didn't ever participate in soccer. I mean, I never participated in soccer as a kid. I would be a lousy soccer coach. But they wanted to then provide some training so as to help coaches, people like myself, then who can give them some guidance on, hey, here's things you need to know to be a good coach, and, and then provide some of that training to these different leagues so that their coaches can be more successful. And then hopefully kids have a better experience and, and spend more time outdoors doing different things and, and, and being a more well-rounded person. So... That's a long ways to get to. Um, they came to city council and are looking for funding from the Belterra funds so that they can uh, put together some information, put together a website, put together some calendars, and try to get things uh, a little bit easier for, for parents to understand. I know through the course of conversation Monday night, uh, council uh, had a lot of questions. Um, it took quite a quite a bit of time. It was a uh, good conversation. Uh, I think uh, there was some concern that the the ask was for twenty five thousand five hundred dollars, which is probably the single largest request 
at least in the last seven years that I, I am fam- I, I'm sure of, is the largest request we've ever gotten for a Belterra fund request in the past. I believe historically we've been five, ten thousand. There's been a couple of fifteen thousand. I think one time there's even a request that was met for I believe it was for the Batesville Area Resource Center that was for twenty thousand dollars. And so twenty five thousand is certainly the largest request that they've gotten. And twenty five thousand amounts about half of what uh, the city gets on an annual basis from the belt for the Belterra funds. And so uh, there was certainly a fair amount of questions being asked. And certainly, uh, are there other funding opportunities instead of only coming to just city of Batesville? And so through the course of conversation, they did mention that they are um, talking with the folks at Rising Sun for their foundation to see if there was a possibility of, of getting some funding from other sources. I think council was encouraging them to look in at some other funding sources. I don't think... Uh, they were excited about being the only person funding this operation. And so at the end of the, end of the meeting, they did not make an award. Uh, they s- kind of got to a point and they said, hey, do some more homework on your end. We'll do some more homework on our end. And then we'll we'll talk again later and, and encouraging them to uh, explore some other avenues for funding and then let, then let council know where, the, where they're at and see if there's a way that we can help, but maybe not be the only funder for this operation. So there's more to be. Uh, this one's not settled. This one is going to take a little bit longer. Uh, certainly the request was bigger than most anything else we've seen. And so I, I, I think council did the right thing. I think uh, to make a, that big of a commitment on one night, on, uh, on the first night of it being discussed, is would be out of the ordinary for them so i think they're headed in a good path and then uh, moving down uh, to um, the uh, the mayor's report of course uh, it was announced uh, earlier this week that the indianapolis symphony uh, orchestra will be coming back on uh, june 29th at uh, gillespie uh, soccer plex so uh, looking forward to that once again but uh, yes that's uh, certainly one of my favorite um, events of the year i i freely admit i um, I remember as a kid growing up in Batesville and going out to Liberty Park when the Cincinnati Symphony Orchestra came to Batesville and they would be here two, three days and they would have concert every night with fireworks. And it was uh, even as a teenager way back when it was it was the fun thing to do in the summer was to go to see the or- symphony orchestra and, and the fireworks were sh- shot out over top of the lake over the reservoir there at Liberty Park. And so this is kind of the closest way we could get back to having that kind of an atmosphere and that kind of event, uh, certainly with the help of the Batesville Area Arts Council and Hillenbrands uh, were big drivers of this when we started this. Gosh, I think it was 2017, 2018. Um, and so we've been able to do it. Uh, I think we had to skip a year because of covid and um, but we've got it back, and so we're bringing them back again this year. It's one of those events. Uh, it is probably the only place in the state of Indiana where this will happen, where the, the symph- symphony orchestra will set up. It'll be a free concert. People can come uh, from anywhere and and join us and enjoy a night of, of symphony orchestra, great music, 
uh, fireworks. Um, there's a patriotic theme to it, Fourth uh, of July theme to it. It is just a great night, and it's just one of those things that uh, I'm very proud of. And I, I think the folks at Batesville have grown to love over the last few years. It costs money, right? And so mm-hmm. we we have to raise money to get there. And we over the years, we've had a lot of support from a lot of different groups, a lot of individuals. And we're just thankful that we're able to do it again this year. Um, it's something that I'll look forward to. Uh, we, we literally start planning the day after we're done of, okay, do we want to do this again? And can we raise the money one more time to make it happen? And so we've been able to do it. We'll be able to do it again this year, and I hope it's one of those things that will continue on uh, for many years to come. There'll be more information coming here in the next few weeks, but save the date. I think it's a Thursday night, so I think it's Thursday, uh, June 29th, and so we'll be uh, gearing up for that here over the next few weeks. And, of course, uh, other things uh, going on as far as um, some, uh, some facilities uh, um, opening up. Of course, the, uh, the skate park and then also the trail. It looks like they're both uh, going to be uh, opening up on Earth Day. Yes, and it's, uh, it's funny how that, that came about. Um, internally, we were working on how to, the grand opening for the trail. And we had a meeting in the office, and we said, hey, let's go for Earth Day. And it wasn't even... Um, Within 24 hours, we got information then from the skate park folks, and they said, hey, we like to do ours on Earth Day. We're like, well, great minds think alike, and so (laughs) we like that idea, too. And so we're still working through, are we going to do them together? Are we going to do them separate? My gut tells me I like to do them separately because we have different groups of people that we need to thank. Uh, Again, these kinds of things don't just happen overnight. It takes a lot of time and effort to build a, to raise the money and, and build the momentum so you can build a skate park. Same is true for the trail. Uh, the trail has its own history. The trail, we literally started talking about this trail back in March of 2016. And uh, so it's seven, almost seven years to, mm-hmm. to a point that we're finally going to be able to celebrate it being completed. So Earth Day. Uh, I think it's Saturday, April 22nd, and so uh, there'll be more information coming out here in the next few weeks about that, how we're going to hold those events. Uh, But if anybody has not been by the skate park yet, I strongly encourage you to do so. Uh, It's a beautiful day today, and so uh, I imagine there'll be lots of people out there after school again tonight, as there has been the last couple days it is. Uh, I'm amazed at how many people have used it. I'm amazed at uh, how many people who um, have stopped me and said that skate park is so cool. My grandkids use it, and and from folks I would not have expected. And so it's um, it, it has turned out to be uh, as much as I'd hoped for. It is one of those things that uh, Dr. Carpenter and her team have done a great job of pulling it together. Uh, the folks from Hunger Skate Park did a great job of building something that we can all use for years. I say we, that the rest of you can all use <laughs> for for many years to come. Um, I'm still a little hesitant about getting on a skateboard, um, so we'll we'll see how that works out. But 
uh, it, it, it's, it's been really fun to see how many people have been out there using it already. And we're hoping that this is another opportunity for kids to get outside, do get some physical activity. Um, not every kid is, is a soccer player. Not every kid is a baseball player. Not every kid is a football player. Um, and so they, we all have different things we like to do. Some like to skateboard, and now we have a, a safe place for kids to come and be able to uh, pick up a sport that they love and have a great place to do it uh, and have a great facility. And uh, it should last for many, 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 many years. And uh, so it's just a great addition to the city of Batesville, and we're really excited about it. And uh, one final item, the uh, Stay of the City Address uh, next Tuesday night. That's right. And so that this is my, my big night. Uh, this is something I, uh, I, I freely admit I start pulling data together back, in, back at the end of 22, back in December. I was already tracking down some of the um, things that I know I want to talk about. And so we're going to have the opportunity to do uh, the same thing I've done in the past, where I'll, I'll talk about projects that were completed last year, projects we got on the boards for this year. Also, spend some time talking about the financial side. I've done it that part enough times now. I'm hoping people will start to understand how we look at the the money side of the picture. We're in great shape financially, so I will spend the some time talking about all those things and we're going to do something new and different this year we also are going to take the opportunity to thank uh, some of our citizens who have devoted hundreds of if maybe in a couple cases maybe thousands of hours to our community and recognize some community members who have been on boards or commissions or city council over the years it, it takes a lot of people to run a small town. You would think it would be easy. You would think it it, it, be, it takes care of itself. It really doesn't. It takes a lot of people who want to make uh, our community the best it can be and have done so for many years. And so we're going to take some time uh, that night to uh, thank some individuals in person. Um, it's something that, well, I guess I don't want to let the cat out of the bag too much, but certainly... Um, uh, between uh, Dave Raver, who served on our Planning and Zoning Commission for 37 years, which is unbelievable to me. He spent 26 years as president of Planning and Zoning, and I can't, I can't even fathom how many hours uh, that he has spent doing that work for the city of Batesville. Another example, um, Don Kurbowski, who has been a city councilman, who served on city council for 24 years and then has spent another 20 years on our park board. And so in total, he has got 44 years of service to the city of Batesville. Uh, And these are um, people that I knew as a youngster who I have admired for many years. And um, I am excited to be able to have the opportunity to thank them personally and thank them publicly so it'll be a big night. All right. So that will be uh, Tuesday night, 6 p.m. at the Batesville Middle School Commons. And uh, so we're looking forward to that. Yes. Oh, and, and, I'm, and so I missed one. And so I also should recognize or talk about Judge Pictor. And I say Judge Pictor because in yeah. his past, he truly was uh, a city. Uh, he was a county judge here in Ripley County when I was a youngster. I remember uh, first meeting... Uh, to me, he was—he's always Judge Pictor. 
most, most people know him as Henry or Hank Pichter, who's been a lawyer here in town for many years. And so he has served on our utility service board, uh, I think, almost 20 years. As and, and through that 20 years is when we took on the project of doing the long-term water project where we tapped into the aquifer in Franklin County and built a pipeline back. And so he was a big part of that. And so we're going to take time to honor those three gentlemen that night. And so it'll be a lot of... Uh, I say fun. It'll be fun for me. I hope other people enjoy it, and I hope people will come and help us thank those individuals, in addition to learning a little bit about Batesville and what we're doing and how we're doing it and uh, have a comfort level that we're, we're taking care of things around for everyone and have an opportunity to share all that information. All right. Well, very good. Well, uh, Batesville Mayor Mike Best, as always, we appreciate your time, and uh, we'll do this again next month. Great. Well, thanks for having me on.